Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of On My Grown, the podcast. I'm your co-host, Melanie Mitchell. I'm your other co-host, Rodney Boyd, and we have a very special guest joining us today. Introduce yourself. Mr. T. Works, live and direct. <laughs> All right. Um, for those who are wondering, this is the uh, the founder, creator? Yes, what? founder, president, CEO, creative mind. All HGP. of the above. Yes. All your okay. little, you know, little cousins that are like, I'm going to Atlanta for AGP. Like, this, he's the reason they're coming. Atlanta Greek Picnic, for those AGP. who don't know what AGP yeah. is, but yeah. it's iconic. Um, a lot of people look forward to the June. It's usually your birthday weekend, the first yeah, weekend of June. Right. Usually my birthday. But now it's my birthday weekend this year. Okay, Gemini's. No, no, no. <laughs> no? Cancer. Oh, Oops. Well, dear God. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put that on me. No, I'm playing. But um, yeah, so AGP is such a huge thing. It's such a monumental event every summer yes. in Atlanta. Yeah. Well, before we jump get into, into the, AGP, yeah, I just want to get introduced it though. Um, I wanted to first pick your mind as someone who pays attention to tech and just business. Right. Uh, yesterday was announced um, Amazon bought Whole Foods for $13 billion. $13.7 Yeah, $13.7 billion. So uh, just, you know, as an entrepreneur, when you hear stuff like that or, you know, just someone who pays attention to things, what, what, what does that tell you? Like, what, how do you react? Um, as an entrepreneur, it tells me that, you know, it's a constant reminder that one has to always – be progressive. You have to always be forward thinking and look into the future on your on being sustainable as a company. Um, Whole Foods is a huge brand by itself. It's a huge company. It makes billions and billions of dollars. Uh, but even though I've been hearing that they've been losing money and, and, and revenue over the years, um, to have a um, huge person such as Jeff Bezos to come in with his Amazon company and purchase um, Whole Foods is, is huge. I mean, the market, I mean, I do stock trading, and I have friends that are, are in the and stock trading market. The markets were shaking crazy yesterday. You yeah. know, people were investing, and just, you know, Jeff Bezos pretty much has almost the magic touch. He touches stuff, and it just, you know, that 30, and it was $13.7 billion cash he paid. Yeah. You know, so you can just imagine. Um, and I also heard he paid 40% over the value of what it really is. Okay. So he went over and beyond to really take it, and I'm very sure by the time he adds all his Amazon food, Prime, and everything, it's just going to be amazing. And, you know, um, word is that he's trying to kill out Walmart with, with this. So <laughs> That is so petty. I love watching business. I, 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 it's, it's amazing, you know. So <laughs> it's, it's such a great thing. So for us that are not on the $13 billion mark yet, you know, we, um, to me, it lets me, it reemphasizes the fact that we have to continuously be progressive, think ahead, think big, and look to acquire other assets to, you know, your portfolio to continue to build your company. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. It was, um, I mean, there's a few jokes going around on, on like, nerd, nerd Twitter, and they were just talking about how. <laughs> I think uh, I saw one of them. Yeah, it was like, you know, like. You know, now you're prepared. Like, just be prepared for your prime house with your prime groceries, your prime car. Like, we're in the future, so I'm not surprised. Yeah. You know, these tech companies, they're buying everything. I don't know, Walmart, they bought a clothing company, a men's clothing brand yesterday. So it's. I don't think that they'll be able to beat out Walmart just because of poverty. Like, think about the well, hood hood. They not they don't Amaz- have Amazon. A- Amazon <laughs> or Whole Foods. Amazon, I think, announced last week or pre that they're gonna start Take accepting EBT. EBT. That's all that. Think how many, you know, black people or just you know how many people have smartphones. Right. Yeah, that's true. They in the hood, but they definitely I mean, have I, the iPhone seven. I, I can tell you this week alone I ordered a substantial amount of products from Amazon for AGP. You know, I mean you talk about I 
went crazy shopping <laughs> to get stuff into, and they've started arriving because I needed it by Monday, and they've been pulling up. And, I, and again, I'm an Amazon Mike Prime member, so yep. they were hitting my house that night. Was some, I heard nine o'clock, ding dong. That is crazy. It. You know, so I, I mean, Walmart can't give that. That that is true. So the exactly and customer I, I, service, convenience, customer service. So I would pay for that any day. So Walmart. Walmart has Walmart is a giant. I mean, you got to respect Walmart. Walmart came in and has been very dominant, but you know, Amazon has been that company that comes in with tech and they integrate everyday life in tech. You know, and again, part of the the nerd Twitter joke um, that was circling was about Jeff Bezos, Bezos saying to okay. Alexa, um, Alexa, um, buy me something from Whole Foods, and says, oh, going to buy the whole Whole Foods. Uh, right, go ahead, just right. go buy it. <laughs> Let it ride. <laughs> you know, so um, it's amazing. It's, it's really amazing and very inspiring. You know. It's, you know, somebody on some level just says, "Here's my debit card, thirteen point seven billion." Yeah. Maybe <laughs> one day we'll look up and it's like AGP has bought IOTA Phi Theta oh. <laughs> <laughs> for twenty million dollars. <laughs> we were very inspired. You know, never, never inspired. Right? You know, you bought a friend. You can buy a friend. Hey, the know, people you bought, the rest of the founders that's alive. Yes, all of them. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> No, but really, I mean, it's, you know, with us, it's kind of the same mentality. We have a, this is our 13th year, and I have that kind of mentality too. We're not just thinking of, let's just do Atlanta. Like, we have other entities we've never released publicly yet. You know, we have a lot of things that we're building. So we feel like AGP is almost in a great place where it can almost run itself, but we want to now jump in and develop other assets of, you know, not just, again, it's not just about the parties and Greek picnic. But the, I'm very big into entrepreneurship and development yeah. um, because I came from such a solid background like that. So I want to be able to give back what I've learned in college and what I've learned from Kappa to other Greeks that, you know, I get these messages. Hey, so can you just tell me your story? Mm -hmm. And um, from understanding people's point of view and where they are in their life, I think we've made a lot of impactful changes in their life. So we want to be able to now take that and mass produce it like, okay, AGP does the picnic. It's fun. But they also do this big business development seminar. It's three days of seminars and development and just elevating you mentally yeah. and financially. So yeah. um, I think that's our next challenge and next big step we're going to do. And then we have a big travel group we're going to work on. So we've got that's oh, great. we've got some great stuff coming. Uh, I don't know if I could be around Greeks that often. Though. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be, I definitely want to go to – I think I've aged out of the picnic and like the events only because one i feel old but even i'm like 22 but no, I but I, and then having a boyfriend the reason i will go to these things to get your chose uh, so it's like <laughs> i'm not trying to get yeah. chose no more no so. but you know i mean again i think <laughs> but the, the business stuff looks lit yeah so the 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 what and again this was another discussion we had with espn as so i was interviewed by espn today um lit and um, we, we had that discussion about the older Greeks who still come back and then the younger Greeks who come and then feel like, oh, I'm getting too old. Because if you look at it, like, this is like a big Greek homecoming. Yeah. You yeah, know, it's, it's a, literally a big Greek homecoming. We don't have another event that draws all Divine Nine to one place on a historically black campus with the Divine Nine plots. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nowhere in the country does it. So our thing now and our challenge is to make, like, again, like what you just said, you're 22, you feel that it's beyond you now at this point. But then we have some Greeks that have been coming seven years in a row. We have, I, I know there's an alpha, um, uh, is actually one of our lawyers as well. He's been coming since inception, since he's missed one year. So he actively comes out. What I've even it's noticed crazy. is what he does now is he uses AGP as a platform to promote his 
lawyer services. Like, hey, and I've noticed, like, as we get closer to AGP, he'll mention, oh, you know, if you get in any kind of legal trouble or anything, just call me and mention <laughs> AGP as a reference so you get a Greek discount. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so the this, network yeah, yeah, the network infinite. is amazing. It's, it's amazing. Okay, so let's take a step back. Let's, you know, tell us about the person. Tell us about the team. Tell us, like, where did you start, you know? Uh, and before we started rolling, you talked about how, you know, you're not originally from America. Right. Um, so um, to rewind it back a bit, um, I was born in London, England. Uh, my family is I'm Nigerian by um, family. And um, I'm also American, so I'm a triple citizen, which is kind of oh, wow. really crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean... In these day and ages, you you need it. Yeah, no, it, 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 it truly is amazing. I thank God. I mean, this happened to be one of these unique opportunities where I'm British, Nigerian, and American. So I don't understand what a passport means. I mean, a visa means. <laughs> like you need a visa. I'm just going to jump on a plane and go to this country. So, um, so with that, I've had a very strong Nigerian upbringing, which has been very entrepreneurial. Um, my, my mother was a, um, she owned a bank when we were younger, and my father owned a computer networking company. Wow. And so I've been around entrepreneurship literally all my life. Like, I, I remember my parents going to my mother's office, I remember sitting in their chair. I mean, I had so many fond memories. So as I got older, um, so I was, I was born in England. I lived there till I was three, left England back to Nigeria. I was there for almost 10 years. Um, and we left right before I turned 13, went back to England. I went to boarding school. Um, I went to an all-boys Catholic boarding school in Western England, which is in Bath, like so the Roman Baths. Mm-hmm. That's where I went to school. Um, it was it was a great experience. I mean, I didn't appreciate it back then. Yeah. I didn't. I was always thinking about how I can run away, and, and I just hate this place. And we were like four black boys with amongst 400 white boys and no women. So yes. it was – I was just over And it. at 13. At 13, yes. Yeah, so, awful. you know. But at the same time as the – maturity level and being very independent, I learned a lot from being in that school, you know, and I was able to progress to such a higher level. Um, by the time I left there and, and I moved to the States when I was uh, 16, it, um, I finally was able to attend a public high school here and wear, like, regular clothes because all my life I've always been in uniform, like yeah. blazers and pinstripe suits and whatnot. But um, it was a great experience to go to school. I went to school in North Springs. Um, Usher went to my school. Oh, wow. um, and a bunch of kids, Nickelodeon, NFL players now. But it was a great experience to not be in an American educational system. And and when I went to college in Georgia Southwestern State University in America, which, again, is a huge um, change from big mega cities like Lagos, London, then I come to Atlanta, but end up in deep rural Georgia where, you know, they're looking at me like, why are you talking like that? You looking all funny, you know, (laughs) you know, down South Georgia where, you know, and going down to South Georgia, if anyone's familiar, going down 75 is none but open fields. And that's where Mm -hmm. the slaves used to be, you know, picking cotton back in the day. So um, it was a great experience because that's what developed me as who Tiwa Works is today. Um, I studied computer information systems and I pledged Kappa. I was, you know, very involved on campus. And what happened then was I, it, my, the light bulb went off. While I was one of, I was a major for CIS, I was programming and, oh, I want to follow my father's footsteps. And one afternoon, I remember it was a Saturday afternoon, I was programming and I was just like frustrated. Like, what am I doing? Because I'm programming, am I going to go work for someone and I almost got lost in that system, like, yeah. go get a job because then they take it to career services. Okay, so what, you know, you're going to graduate in two and a half years. Why well, are you thinking about a job? And I'm like, a job? <laughs> Work for someone? No, I'm not like, I, 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 my parents never did that. So I, I can't imagine being employed by somebody. 
And um, unfortunately, um, we had an incident on in campus where, you know, chapter got suspended for like a semester. And um, uh, myself and my poll mark at the time, we now said, okay, so what are we going to do? And, uh, you know, we've been throwing these big parties for Kappa. We raised thousands of dollars. Are we just going to leave the brand? I said, no, let's continue it. And we started DJing and throwing parties, and we started making some very good money. And light bulb went off, <laughs> saying, like, okay, we make, you know, I remember homecoming, my line brother and I made $8,000 a piece. And I'm, like, 22 years old, and I'm, like, eight hey. grand. Like, so my mind just, wow, if, okay, if I can do this once a month, every every month for um a year that's almost a hundred grand who pays that you know in the the working world so i started really thinking big and started doing things so we did more events and i started buying ads on tv in south georgia where on bet back then um i would tell my line brother let's advertise on tv and he'll say well it might be expensive i speak to the lady there i still remember her name carla morris on on media i said how much is an ad and she would say it's three dollars I said, is there a minimum? She says, nope, there's no minimum. So I said, all right, let me get $150 worth of ads and for the local club. And so we speak to the local club. We strike a deal. We want 50% revenue door, and we're going to do this and DJ, and this is the expenses. And we would charge them $300 for the TV ad. So we, we paid one fifty. Ah. Yeah, paid one fifty for. You know, because you know, sometimes some club owners like to get over. So we yeah. were a bit, a bit smarter than them. So we did that. We ran the ads, and the great thing about it is because people forget it, didn't realize it's regional. They yeah. thought the entire USA Country. was watching <laughs> on BET. So the parties now went up another level. I mean, we just took marketing to an extreme level. So. Um, graduated college and came back to Atlanta, got back into the nightclub scene, started hosting events. And then that's when um, we kicked off the first AGP in 2004. Um, I remember the summer before I met some, I have some good AK friends, um, Vanetta Green, Renata Robinson, who told me, hey, t you know, you should think about doing this little Greek picnic. And, you know, it had crossed my mind because I was at, when I was in Georgia Southwest, and it's two hours from Tallahassee. So we used to go down to the Kapalua. Kapalua was huge back then, um, and um, it was, yeah, shout out to Alpha Z, FAMU Kappas. It was huge. I mean, you talk about Kappas, just, you're talking about like 30,000, 20,000 people out there on this ranch. Wow. It was crazy. So we were out there, and I saw that. So it stuck in my head two years. I remember I met Jerome Bettis, met all these football players, Trick Daddy, all these crazy, like, celebrities were just there relaxing. Budweiser sent a big beer truck and it's free beer. All, I mean, I don't drink beer, but yeah. I was tempted to <laughs> because it was it's so free, hot free. And, <laughs> and it's free. So it was an amazing experience. So when I now thought about Atlantic Week Picnic going into the fall of 2003, um, by January, I, I mean, by December of 2003, I locked the website name down. January, released it. And then by June was the first one. I think we had about 100 plus people show up on Morris Brown's campus. And that was pretty big because there was never that such a gathering of that many black Greeks together on campus at, this, at one time. And then kind of um, it started growing, 20, 20, 2005, 6, 7. And then um, social media took off. Yeah. yeah, social media took it to the next level. Yeah, social media took it to the next level, like literally did. I remember when Facebook came out. By then I was already out of college. And um, I um, <laughs> I had to go get and it dot edu email address so I could log into an right, account to get a Facebook, and yeah. then we that's when we created that. the first Facebook page account, and it's still active until today. And so my biggest thing, obviously, learning for having a promoter background was just 
document experiences. Yeah. You know, with Greeks, I think the biggest thing for us was just when you meet new people, pictures, and, and by then, your videos were terrible. It was a luxury to have videos there. <laughs> right, right, right. So pictures cell were just, videos. yeah, cell phone videos. And and then I, I, and the biggest thing I did was just collecting a lot of data and just, and networking, you know. Um, I always say with every event that we did was we, you know, we see somebody new, we go up, we speak, hey, how you doing? Introduce ourselves, shake hands, get numbers. Hey, hit me up if you need anything. Be, and be very customer service oriented. Yeah. And people love that because, you know, for most black events, it, service is always terrible. Mm-hmm. You don't get good service. People don't, you don't feel like people appreciate you. And even from, from the security guard to the person cleaning the, the yard to anybody that's coming, we were very hands-on. And, you know, it just kept, kept growing. And here we are in 2017. Can you talk about the uh, the team you assembled behind it and how important it was to get, you know, the right people for the right things to, that allowed you all to get to where you're at now? Um, so I have a little confession. Um, early on, I found it very difficult to delegate because mm-hmm. I'd yeah. been used to doing everything from scratch. And, you know, I think the point at when AGP boomed from like 07, 08, 09, um, it got way bigger than me where – because literally, I was the one piecing everything together. I would have my sheet and check, 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 check. I've got this. Put people in place and let's run. But it got to the point that we couldn't. I couldn't do that. Then start bringing in people. Like my brother got involved. Um, my line brother got involved. I had a friend of mine who's a Delta, and she pledged in '99. She came in and had watched me kind of grow over the years, and she now flies in every year to get involved and she's over at production. So I just started picking people who had characteristics like me. Okay. You know, they were very um, friendly. They understood um, the importance of branding and, you know, relationships and, you know, just took it to the next level. So um, another thing for me is like people that are now volunteering and I call them my ambassadors, I expect the same thing that you are a reflection of me. Mm-hmm. So you cannot be out there cursing people out unless like they really take you <laughs> to the edge. <laughs> then you have permission to go out. There are certain, you know, you know, certain people. But outside of that, I usually just, again, a lot of people there are very outgoing. I mean, it's very relaxed atmosphere and yeah. it's a reflection of me. So I always tell my, you are a duplicate of me because everybody's not going to get to meet Tiwa one-on-one. But they're going to meet you at the entrance of the gate. They're going to meet you at the sk- a cascade or at the step show or at the picnic. Mm-hmm. And you have to reflect Tiwa because their profiles remember, oh, go talk to Tiwa. And so they want to keep that, <laughs> yeah. you know. So that's, that's what happens. Okay. Let me see. What other question? Um, so what was the atmosphere like the first one? Like you said 100 people. That's like one AKA line. So, <laughs> like, you know what I like? So, I like the fact that you can actually throw this kind of joke. This oh, no. Funny. I have to laugh to, to keep have, crying because I've been in a crazy house. That's Tennessee State having a chapter meeting. <laughs> yes, that's us having a chapter meeting. Now. But, uh, and you're beta alpha? Yes. Okay. Yeah, let's, I love BA. Yeah, thank you. Yes, beta alpha. <laughs> yeah, the first, the first AGP was it like, because 04. You got to think, Morris Brown was still open, wasn't it? Yeah, we, actually, <laughs> it, it really, it was still open right before that whole um, accreditation. accreditation was lost. And that lady stole about $25, $30 million. Like, she wasn't paying the water bill? No, she wasn't, she wasn't paying jack. <laughs> <laughs> she was just getting those checks and going I see the Uber. quad joke you made. Yes. But, um, no, that, she really didn't oh, she pay really, the, oh, like, the water. water like that's, they, that's where the first red flag went off. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Yeah, I, I mean, I really never looked into it. Honestly, I was in elementary school. Yeah, it's, it, I read that. I was like, "That's wild." Like, yeah, I, that oh, I thought the quad was just being like 
extra that really happened. Yeah, they cut the water off. People like, why? And like, she hasn't been paying. I was the money been going. They did the paper trail and <laughs> that is like a whole college. Like, you know, she took a whole college down. Like one that's person. Crazy. Surprised they haven't like the alum haven't like went, Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, I couldn't imagine. Like they tried to. We, we talk about it. Anyway, yeah. back to the so, first AGP. Um, Go ahead. Pay your water bills, people. So the first, <laughs> the first AGP was, it was almost like a little backyard cookout, to be honest. It was very small, and it was cool. People, it's almost everyone knew everyone. I mean, I kind of still, even though it's been 13 years, I still remember the faces. I still know who was there. Um, I remember... Um, the little stroll off that we did in the first year and how <laughs> it's a huge difference from today's stroll off, but it was fun. I mean, people came there, they, you know, came out, there was no gates, there was no security. It's just walk on the yard, put up, put out some music and people had fun. We finished and we went to the after party in Bucket. So it was again, like a little backyard cookout, come to Tiwa's house and come kick it. Okay. So very intimate. So yeah. it wasn't like a, there weren't events outside of just the picnic and the after party that was it because the agp was one day back in 04 okay yeah. you know so it just built momentum to the point because there was not becoming demand so with demand growing we just started adding little pieces like you know it's like a lego block just pieces and it, it grew okay what um what like what year oh uh, what were some setbacks like oh man of course, <laughs> we have those great stories. So a couple of setbacks um, I think that has taught me a big valuable lesson is um, always document stuff on paper. And, you know, no matter what, it, how big or small it is, you have to put stuff on paper. And it's not that you want to rush to go sue somebody, but because people's minds are very forgetful. People forget things that they said or you agreed to that. But, you know, paper doesn't change and your signature doesn't change. So it's um, that was a big setback. We had a... Uh, early partner with a certain organization and you know i did handshake and hey good see you next week everything's good and two years later i remember again always being um i lost i, I was about to lose agp because they claimed that they owned it and i was like i i'm the one that registered and did everything like, how do you own this and you know uh, it's because a non-greek promoter had offered them um, five thousand dollars to cut ties with me, and I'm not valuable. And I said, "Oh, buddy, oh, wow, buddy, 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 we know we can't <laughs> do that." Like, I said, "Well, that's fine." And you know, again, the entrepreneur in me, and just kind of knowing basic business, business and contract law, I said, All "Right, well, I don't really have any teeth in this fight. I don't have a contract, but I do have every asset that I've developed: yeah, yeah. the name, the database, the contacts, the people. I'm the face. Put my stuff back. Regrouped my team." We launched our own exclusively, and AGP blew up. Regardless, they did theirs, and it flopped <laughs> two, three times. Right. So that's kind of a learning lesson was no matter what, even if it's just on a little notepad, just scribble it, agree, here's a copy, here's a copy. I'll send you a picture of it. So, you know, because everybody does not always have the best intentions, or they're not as pure-hearted as you or as, 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 um, as uh, noble in business, you know, so you have to document everything. That's the biggest thing, no matter what. If wow. it's a dollar, write it down. If it's 50, if it's 50 cents owed to both parties, sign off on it. So so you talk about, I'm sorry to cut you off. You talk about possession of AGP and its rights and its name and all that. Yes. So let's take a couple steps back. Because um, we talked before we started recording about just the origins of AGP or Greek right. picnics, period. Yeah. So let's talk about that. Um, so... Prior to, AGP was not actually the first, first picnic 
Um, there had been the Philly Greek um, picnic. There had been Daytona, um, um, Virginia Greek. Um, but Atlantic Greek picnic was actually the first just real structured and, you know, done the right way. And um, kind of learning, I think the biggest thing I, I mentioned earlier was Atlantic Greek picnic, I had to do a lot of studying on past Greek events and why they're not here anymore. I had to study and look back on why did Kapalua stop? Why did Philly Greek stop? And I started realizing that with um, cultures and elements like, like, like people like us that are educated, we've gone to, you know, we have degrees, we've gone to four-year institutions, we, have, we are all members of a, a unique organization. Um, we always have elements that, even though they look like us, we are not on the same wavelength. And what starts to happen when you have these two kind of clash of social events, it's not always positive things that happen. Yeah. You know, so and kind of reading backstories on um, Philly Greek, there were issues where there were fights, there were shootings, there were sexual assaults, all kinds of things that were happening. So that let me know that security was not on point. You know, that means that there was no real organization, that people were just doing things and then they weren't able to control it. So when I started planning AGP, the biggest thing I wanted to happen was security has to be on point. I want women to feel safe when they come to the event. You know, I want guys to feel like there's nobody that's going to walk up to them and say, oh, I'm blood. You, you know, what is that? You cap? No, we don't want that. You know, we want everyone to come there, feel safe, secure, go and come as, as, as they please. And we, we're happy to mention to say that, you know, so 12 years straight now, we've never had any incident happen. And I think it's something to be very proud of um, because it doesn't happen with most black events. You know, mm -hmm. there's always something terrible that happens. So that's um, kind of learning the history of um, – we agree picnics and kind of know where we are and where we're going is to continue to keep that um, bond and just sacredness to make sure that number one is safety. We want you to go back home. We don't want to call anybody's parents to say, I'm sorry, this happened. No, we want yeah. you to go home, have a good time. See you next year and be happy with that. Mm -hmm. You know, I love it. One thing I will say, I always, you know, AGP was always together. Like my Neo year, we had the app, we had the text message, we had the yes. website, we followed the social media. We we all we we all went and got hundred dollar little cards and no one told us the VIP cards. The VIP cards. We no one told us how much would be going on and that like we were so overwhelmed, like, okay, we already paid for this party, so we gotta go. <laughs> but the real party was at the Sheraton. It was like, dang, we wanna be so many places at once. It was so much to do, but it was like we, it was stuff to do, though. It was, like every, it was never nothing to do. It was yeah. always you know, entertainment. The, the, the great thing I've noticed with AGP, again, again, part of our, our growth as well is understanding, like you just said, when we, we started, um, when we grew up from one day and we grew up grew out into seven days, which was my vision to become a Greek week, yeah. kind of like we do in, co in college. Yeah, I actually yeah. have an adult Greek week from Monday through Sunday. There's an event every night, something fun to do. And then when we started booking hotel rooms about eight years ago, um, I started realizing that the hotel was an experience by itself. And, yes. you know, it was, you know, the issue why, even why this year we stopped booking hotels is because of the relationship with the hotels. The hotels are not, they don't understand this kind of a group. Yeah. You know, they they feel like we, you know, oh, this college fraternity. So I'm like, no, some of people are doctors. They're lawyers. You know, these guys are, are going to be young judges or what? Like, an engineer by the booty over there. For them, right. it ends when <laughs> <laughs> You know, they, they, yeah. there's, there's their they nurses. There's their high, this is a higher level. It's like a, an adult spring break. Yeah. yeah, I think of it like a big senior trip. Right. <laughs> like everybody in the hotel just acting a fool. And, and you know, everybody that is, is a professional. So I, I think the biggest thing, that the, the 
misconception they had was like they are kids. And I keep reiterating, these kids, people are in their mid-20s. Mm. They're not kids. Some of these people have got a lot more money than you, right. you know? They but, just don't have on no drawers and yeah. they have on some camel pants. You know, so it, and then, again, for them to understand, like, certain Greek culture, like the cues, like I said, no drawers, walking around, barking, they, they don't get that. And I think for us, the again, trying to um, really manage and escalate and, and, and take the hotel experience to another level was we needed to buy an entire hotel. We needed to own a hotel, top to bottom, all the rooms. So mm-hmm. if you come to AGP, you know... This is the official AGP hotel for the weekend, and that's where everything happens. Actually, like like um, you just mentioned, the VIP card was, you know, for people who want to go to the event, it's a bargain because, again, thousands of people come to the party. Compound does 2,500 people. So it's either you want to be smart and plan ahead and buy a card and know you don't wait and wait in line or pay more money. Mm-hmm. It give, we just want to create, everything is to create an experience, to make it yeah. easier and convenient, you know. And we tell people, like, yeah, if you want to wait and pay 20 at the door, that line's going to be a football field long. Yeah. Or if you want to buy in advance and have come through a separate line, like, we plan everything to make sure your experience is great. I remember, I think uh, it was one year y'all had to, like, I forget the hotel, like, y'all had to almost emergency get a, a party for them at the hotel because yes. people were just like... Was that the year that Marquis? Yeah, it was the Marquis. That, that was two years ago. So the Mar- Mar- Marquis was, uh, a, again, another experience. And, you know, oh, having cool. such a huge... I mean, the Mar- Marquis has about f- 1,500 rooms, and I think we had about 600 of them. Oh. And, you know, again, with Greek culture and the Greek picnic mixing... Different groups together is never a good idea. You can't mix a church group with a Greek group. It doesn't work. A, fa- a family reunion with a Greek group, a white family reunion. It's always funny. Like, when you're in the lobby, you know, scoping the scene, then you see, like, a white family with a baby on her hips checking. I'm like, oh, she picked the wrong weekend to come <laughs> in here. the wrong weekend. Yeah. So, kind of for <laughs> us, you know, what, what, you know, again, part of planning and just knowing that, you know, when we do go out to a party Friday night or Saturday night, we're coming back or Thursday after Cascade. Nobody's going to sleep from two o'clock. No, you're staying up till seven. So we have to plan literally 24 hours a day, everything that's happening, every hour that's happening. So we spoke to the hotel and said, look, you're not occupying this ballroom at night after two o'clock. Between two and six, it's going to be empty. We'll take care of security. Let us redirect. And we called it the after set. And I remember Mm -hmm. when I first put the name out, people were coming, what is the after set? And it's like, oh, is it after we finished? I said, I said, well, kind of, kind of, yeah, you know, it's simple <laughs> like that. After you're done, then there's like some fun stuff that's going to happen. And I remember the first night on Thursday when we did it, people went crazy. They were just like, what? Because it's like a huge ballroom and thousands of Greeks. Yeah. And it felt like a juice party. Yes. We were, we were down there, me and my last was like, girl, what? And we, and, 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 you know, we, we, as a gift, we gave it to Greeks. We didn't charge, you know, we should mm-hmm. have. We gave it for free. We put a DJ there. The music was on point and people party to, six o'clock every night and i think the only thing which nobody again part of experience nobody could foresee was after they leave at six o'clock going back to their rooms i thought they'll be tired but apparently that wasn't the case and then the chanting started and whistle blowing Mm -hmm. and just again when you have all the greeks together again it's you know it's a learning it's (laughs) a learning curve alpha distro i mean i can tell you right i know the whole delta chant top to bottom (laughs) i know everything they they say and then they stroll to everything 
everything. Elevator music, yes. ringtones. <laughs> is this bi- is, Hold on, wait, call it out. <laughs> like, wait, what are you doing? It oh was such, it's always such a culture shock. I remember my first AGP. I was hyped because I remember my sister crossed the 09. And I was hating. I was in 10th grade. But I was like, you going to AGP? Don't nobody care that you Greek. So... <laughs> 2003 came, I mean, not 2003, 2013 came around. I was like, it's my time. Yes. I remember my sisters dropped me off in the, in the uh, roundabout at the share I'm like, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> See, some capitals, we had made a group. We both like, hey, It was so much fun. Then, like, just... If you don't road trip, you should at least go to AGP because you see so many Greek cultures and yeah. you saw some doses. I'm like, oh, BA would never. Like, just seeing <laughs> their doses compared to our doses, like, no. And then, like, I saw a fine iota. I was like, what is going on? Like, where are these people <laughs> coming from? And just getting back to the hotel, like, seeing how different people are from where you're from or just. Yeah. Then we went to, like, a, it was something across the street. What's across the street? It was so, we did the day, day party. party. We did yeah. the day party on Friday across the street. And they it strode it everything. Lounge. And I, I, I don't think we've ever fit that many black people into one little it was <laughs> spot. This it big. was crazy. Like, literally, then the crowd overflowed into the street. And it was, you know, again, experience, like she said. We, when we plan stuff, we just start thinking of, you know, I remember things like I'm there before people come. And I'm, like, looking at the hotel, like, okay, we got the hotel contract. What can we do before the step show? Oh, look at our hotel, our uh, restaurant right there. Let's talk to my day party. And and I know they're not open between eleven and three on a Friday. On a Friday, nobody's going to be there. I said, "Well, we'll bring and pack the whole place out." And we did it, and which is why now we do this big day parties before the step show because yeah. we want. So we call it social media hangout. We want people to be able to come in. You've met your friends. You've been talking to them. Yeah. Me, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram for months. Mm-hmm. Now it's like we are giving you again an experience platform for you to be able to interact and mix with them prior to like your weekend kicking, kicking off. So we think about everything. Yeah. You think of every little thing wow. that you should do that would make your weekend better rather than you trying to figure out, oh, let me do this. Or, you know, you're trying to plan it all. We, we've done the planning for you. Yeah. You know? Mm. So that's, that's a great. And like you just mentioned about the group me's, uh, I, I think I would like to take claim that we started the group me um, hype when the group me first came out because we have a group that I think was uh, 09 when group me first came out. We have the first AGP group me. It's still active, but it's private. Like, they don't want anybody in their group anymore. And um, <laughs> originally, oh, yeah, yeah they, they're the real original AGP group. In fact, it's funny because I actually we posted recently two members from the group just got married. Oh, uh, just got engaged, so about to get married. Um, oh, wow. Uh, Shannon West is, is an alpha and a zeta, so. And uh, we, we kind of have this funny thing. We talk about AGP love where people say, oh, well, there's, there's no love in AGP. We just come out there, do our thing, and go back. And I explained to them, I said, well, that's not the case because a lot of these guys are faking the funk. Like, a lot of them are faking. Like, they see nice women, and they want to go there and get chosen and talk. <laughs> but what happens, what they don't talk about is after AGP. Yeah. Like, the relationships build. And uh, we've seen at least, like, five different people. Like we've seen them in Essence Magazine, Ebony, where they say, we met at AGP. Wow. wow. <laughs> I can believe it. I just knew I was meeting my husband. I knew. My, I'm like, I meet my husband, y'all. Did so. you meet your boyfriend at AGP? No, I didn't. She I met him in group <laughs> No, I wanted to. I thought I met him. I thought I met him on an elevator. I was like, this is it. I was with one line sister. We were just, just 18, 19, around the hotel. Just la, la, la. I was like, this is him. <laughs> I met this is Boaz. It's going to work. It didn't work. I mean, here we are. But I met my current boyfriend on group me. So it's like. Yeah. So, you know, the group me thing, you know, we definitely, again, the whole purpose of everything we do is we're, we're uniting and bringing all Greek organizations together under our umbrella. And um, right now, the group me we have, I think I, I think when I told people we had 15 about two months ago, we had 15 official AGP group meetings 
and we manage literally everything. We engage the conversations. We, hmm. you know, we, we enhance everything because um, the biggest thing that has made HP successful is that we, we don't fall behind on trends. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, when Twitter came out, we got an account, we logged in, we engaged. You know, we've trended worldwide like three times on from Twitter. Instagram came out, we put our account out, we've lost our page and built it back up. Now we're mm-hmm. almost at 50K. You know, yeah. and we, we just want to continue to stay, which is why I said we were talking about the tech part, is we stay innovative. You don't want to be, you know, you I, even though I'm, I'm on an old degree, I just feel like anything you're progressing in life, you cannot be, oh, I don't have time to learn. I'm always eager to learn. What's this new thing? Like, even now, there, there are tech companies coming to me wanting to launch their product at AGP, mm. you know? Yeah. And I'm now the one consulting them on how we as a Greek culture run programs and brands. If you now look at like on AG on um, Instagram's um, what's the feature page? Oh yeah, um, the explore page. The explore page. There are always Greek videos that are on that page. Mm-hmm. So we are obviously hitting a lot of impressions, and we are hitting a lot of um, we're getting a lot of the algorithms that have moved in our favor because they're popular. Yeah. So either people are watching them or they're liking or they're commenting. So AGP now gets to the point where we're able to leverage our influence in this market to push brand. I know we just signed up a company called Airtime that's coming to launch their product at AGP. That's dope. You know, so we, again, being very innovative, we, we are not just come here, have parties. We're always thinking of how can we influence different things and, you know, have you, everyone as Greeks be involved and um, take products and brands to the next level. So w- do you think, you know, it's kind of just your expert planning and, and you learning from other Greek picnics, or do you think the city of Atlanta gives you a pool and leverage unlike um, any other Greek picnics or Greek events? Um, I think Atlanta is definitely a plus. Um, you know, Atlanta has grown leaps and bounds since I moved there. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I've just seen such progressive growth. And also the political aspect, I'm very, very involved in what's happening. Uh, I remember we invited Kasim Reed when he was a senator, Georgia senator, to come to the Greek picnic to campaign, yeah. and he Makes did show sense. up, you know, and yeah. he's a capper. I, I personally sent an invitation out. Um, Justin Tanner, who's a um, Q as well, who comes to, who has been to HP many times, he has now worked for Obama with two terms, invited them and said, hey, I think it would be beneficial for you to be in front of our audience. Yeah. And, um, you know, so those are things that have happened, and, and with, with Atlanta just being that mecca for um, young entrepreneurs, you know, there's so much great stuff coming out of Atlanta. It just helps it even more that Atlanta Greek Picnic is based in Atlanta, yeah. and it's successful. So, um, with other Greek picnics, I think for them, they have to honestly work a bit more harder um, because our innovation level is ridiculous. Like, yeah. We are always, like, you know, and I was telling people that people ask, well, when do you start? The minute AGP is over, we've already started 2018. Yeah. You have we to. don't wait till November. You know, people, people are like, well, damn, why are you guys talking about AGP? I said, because we want to stand up in your back of your mind constantly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so now, even if you feel like, I've done four or five years of AGP. You usually want five years from you. Enjoy five years. You're going to bring in five lines of Greeks. Yep. Mm-hmm. Five different stories. lines. And you're going to... T- in fact, now a lot of people who know that they're going to go Greek <laughs> are already thinking, yo, minute I cross, I'm getting my nail in. I'm I go to AGP. Like, some people want to be Greek just to go to AGP. Yeah. Like, non-Greeks know about AGP. They know what it is. They yeah. know to stock your page. Like, people have told me, oh, I can't wait for AGP so I can stock your page. Like, <laughs> they live vicariously through you because AGP has become, like, okay, I want to be Greek. I want to stroll. I want to go to AGP. 
and I want to be in the step show. Like, that's a part of, like, people's Greek yeah, bucket I mean, list. I know it's a part of mine. I was like, it's now embedded in Greek, it's in Greek history. Yeah. It's, it's part of yeah. the culture. Like, this is the... it. And, you know, again, that responsibility, it's a huge responsibility for us. We just don't, again, our legacy is not just to be, we just throw parties. Like, Atlanta Grouping has done so much great stuff in the community. We've yeah. donated with almost $50,000 to nonprofits, and we support so many children organizations. Um, we're always very involved in community service, and we're also wanting to be very inspiring on the political aspect because we've seen over the last couple of years, at least the last 10 years, things that have not always moved in our favor. Yes, President Barack Obama won two terms, but then that's just on the presidential federal level. But when you now start going down to the state level and, and your local level, we don't have a lot of upper advantage, you know. So then we're trying yeah. to get into the aspect of educating the younger Greeks and older, like, hey, the importance of going to vote. Or if you now we have a thing that if you want to run for office, let us know as AGP, we will support you. Yeah. We will put you on our platform. We will engage and let people have that discussion. Now we've got a couple of people that are running for city council. We've I've actively told them we will put we will get behind you because not just because we want you to win, but we want you to also educate and let people that are like you or like close to your age yeah. see that it's, it's it's doable. One of our Greek um, William Bodhi, he's um, um, from Lambda Phi. He was an, one of our lawyers in the early days. He ran for city council. We went there. We supported. And he won. So, again, for us, we start building these relationships with people who are in Georgia House of Representatives, Senators, or who may eventually decide to run for mayor and win. Now we have a direct connection with you. Yeah. So it's about building that relationship, you know. Caesar Mitchell, you need to you know, hit him up. <laughs> hey. I feel like um, AGP is one of the most unifying things in Greek life today. Because it's like, I've never had a problem with nobody at AGP. It's always like, it's a lot of chaos, but it's not like it's negative. I don't think I've ever seen like a fight. Like, I remember at the Sheraton. Again, iconic AGP 2013. We kept on getting kicked out of the lobby. So we'd go outside in a roundabout. We get kicked out of the outside. <laughs> we'd come back. It was just like back and forth. But it was like, you would hear sirens, you would hear barking, you would hear chants. But everybody was just having a great time. And it's like one of them things like I don't care if that's a Delta right there. I made I made a really cool Delta friend. Like no one's on that oh beef. Right. Like right. that that yard beef. Like if you see someone from your school, it's like, please don't talk to me. I can see you all <laughs> eight months in Tallahassee. Like I'm making new friends. So it's it's always like a fellowship networking, right. like the Greek network, no matter what organization you're in, it's always gonna be strong. I don't care if you're a Zeta, if you come up to me and give me your resume, I'm a, I'm a lookout for you type thing. Right. So that's something I always loved about AGP as and well. And a, a lot of great things happen. I remember um, some friends have mentioned, you know, always, we're, again, we're very engaging on past AGP will ask questions like, what was the most impactful that happened to your AGP? And I remember um, a friend of mine, Shayna, who's a Delta, mentioned she was at one of our parties, our after parties on Saturday. She went to the bathroom and she saw Sora and I watched her, hey, Sora, how you doing? And they engaged in a conversation. And then come to find out, like, the lady she met in, Hasora she met in the bathroom was in a higher position of a job she wanted, a company she wanted to work for. That's how they exchanged numbers. She said, hit me up on Monday. She hit her up on Monday. Um, a couple weeks later, she got hired. That's what's up. So yeah, I always try to let people know, like, Let me be a devil network. this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> you got to network. You know, gotcha. like, do not miss the opportunity to network. Either it's, you're going to be, if you're, it depends also what you're looking for. If you're looking for trying to meet some good people or relationships or you're trying to make new friendship, you're trying to build and, ex and, and, and expand your brand, uh, your company, this is where you should do it. You know, do not miss the opportunity because it's once a year. You're not going to happen to come back in September. 
or you know you have to wait a whole year so take full advantage of Greek picnic and networking so I got a got a question for you sure how do you feel about outside promoters who throw auxiliary events and then that, the Greek weekend we lit in Mansion Elonis tonight <laughs> That um, profit from, you know, basically, you know, which you, you which you built in the pool that you created. And now they over here. We got um, Splish Splash uh, Volume 5. <laughs> With everybody's crest on the flyer. But <laughs> it's a kiddie pool at, right. in the back of a West End house. I think um, it's, it's, it's kind of a double-edged sword because I see that also as part of our economic impact on the city. Yeah. You know, um, just a couple of days ago, we saw a hotel in Buckhead advertising Atlantic Greek picnic and telling Greece to come and book in their hotel. And, you know, we did a screenshot and it was posted in our group chat. And I was just like, wow, a hotel, the same hotels that complain and don't want to give us what we want for Greeks. But you are really eager because they know the financial power we have. Mm -hmm. But you don't want to give it to us. But now because you know that we're not booking with you, you're trying to get a piece of the action. And so with these promoters that are hosting events, you know, honestly, um, again, I think, what has caused it to, to lead to that point is a lot of Greeks don't also necessarily respect their organization where they let people, um, there's, there's a monetary value behind people abusing your organization. Um, I mean, when I was younger and I used to come to Atlanta, um, I remember somebody threw some, a new party at a spot in downtown Atlanta. And I promise you, all the cha- capital chapters from um, Gamma, Gamma Kappa, Beta Delta Pi, all went to that party, and they shut it down. They said, nobody's coming here. It's done. You're not throwing a Greek party. But now, it's a Greek from so-and-so will come here, and you can use so-and-so's organization. And they say, hey, calling all the queues. I remember there was a time you could not call, you could not put, because you could get sued. Yeah. Because mm. of the liability aspect. So for us... You know, even now for us internally, we are getting stronger um, via trademarks and as well as federal trademarks to protect our brand because we are, again, I, I've been saying that we're looking at our progression. We don't want a venue or splish splash pool party with butt cheek showing and, <laughs> you know, twerk off contest. And it does because a corporate sponsor like an AT&T won't wow. know the difference between them and us. Yep. They think y'all the and booty if cheeks. something happens there, if something happens there, then and then they can, yeah, exactly, and then wow. and then they're not going to come and say, well, Tiwa, hey, can you please explain to us, you know, the difference between these two? Because I knew it wasn't new, but can you tell? They're not going to ask questions. They're right. just going to write us off. So we have to protect our brand, and you know, to the point that if we have to take you to court, we will, as an individual or as a company, like we will take you to court, and you know, we will come after because we have like this is not something that. We play with it's 13 years strong, yeah. and we are looking to go many, many. You know, we want to hopefully celebrate our 20th anniversary and whatnot. So, we're very um, protective of our brand, and you know, we don't like it, but we understand the impact that it does. People see opportunity and want to take exploit it, but we advise you don't exploit, like, leave AGP out of it. Yeah, um, question I have you talked about protecting your brand and being a liability and stuff. Have you ever sat down with MPHC presidents, like the international presidents, and had conversations with them? Or has that ever been a thing? Cause I know my president personally will send out an email real quick about something like anything. Can y'all stop going to Atlanta Greek picnic? It's inappropriate, whatever. So, like, have you had conversations with leadership Please in these organizations? Please wear your all-white Atlanta Greek picnic and represent <laughs> the sorority. Right. <laughs> no, with um, dignity. we've not had that conversation. Again, I said part of the, I think I mentioned earlier, the organization that we had a historic fallout was a local MPHC that took the money of $5,000 from 
an organization. Um, you know, it is in the past now, but I think also the what's also happening is we're having a huge, um, you know, the leadership again older and the younger Greeks are looking to now get more involved in Greek um, um, politics and and development. And you know, the older ones who have probably pledged about you know so many years ago don't understand what AGP is. Yeah. You know, so probably all they focus on here are the negative little things that happen or one-off incidents that even we don't know about and use that as the basis of what is a land Greek picnic. You know, but luckily over the years, what's been happening is that the older Greeks that, you know, who were Neos in 04 are now older. Yeah. They're now in the positions of MPAC leadership or their chapters or their region. So now, for instance, I've got a good friend of mine, uh, Mike Jones, who has been coming to AJP since 04. He's now a head person in Alpha Phi Alpha. You know, so he now helps to organize and coordinate his members. Tyrone Conaway, Cap Alpha Psi, the same thing. He uses Atlantic Week Picnic as a platform to draw in members and reclaim them to alumni chapters. Like, let's get you back active. You've been inactive for so many years. Get you back in the organization. And every year, Kappa, and, and I speak for ourselves because I'm a Kappa, yeah. we've, they've um, reclaimed at least 100 plus noobs every year for the last two years. That's wow. really good. You know, so... I think, you know, it will happen. I mean, we've I've been having some great conversations with some people at MPAC that have reached out and understanding that Atlanta Greek Picnic, obviously, is not going anywhere anytime soon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's better to put the, to understand the value and take it to your advantage because obviously your members are going to come. So let's find, we're looking for the point where we can help be an asset to you as well. Atlanta Greek Picnic is going to be able to communicate with the younger Greeks in a fashion that, I feel like the it's almost like, oh, your 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 elderly parent is trying to stop you from doing something fun that you like. But if it's done where the big brother is in mm-hmm. the middle like and the it's cool now auntie, able, yes, yeah. the cool auntie can now make you understand <laughs> the cool story. Yeah, like hey, hey cool story, Rashan <laughs> Ali, cool Rashan Ali, yeah. You know, to understand why and what and how we can do it, I think it's a definite win. So uh, I think we'll eventually get there, but it's it's slowly happening thanks to people who have been to ATP, they've seen it, they experience it. Okay. We have an open line of communication and they know like, okay, we can do this and that to benefit us as an organization and it benefits them. So real quick, I want to ask about, you know, this, this step show and the stroll off. And, yes. And as, you know, Greek culture since 04 has drastically changed, you know, thanks to social media and all this, how has, you know, organizing a step show and a stroll off, how difficult how easy has it become you know what what are some of you know what are some of the ebbs and flows since the inception of agp when it comes to the step show and stroll off that you've encountered man so um like i mentioned before when i was in, in neo at my chapter i was over the step shows i've i've organized probably about three big step shows and kind of got my feet wet doing that back in the day um so now when i decided to do a step show for agp in 2008 i I just knew the first thing was the money has to be right. Yeah. Um, because I remember when, you know, he used to call us to come step. And our first thing I'm like, think about the time, the effort yeah. and the practice. How much money, and how much money are we going to make? And, you know, I just felt like the first year if we were going to offer anything. It has to be very attractive for Greeks to say, okay, I want to do that. It's worth my time. Yeah. And that's why we first came out. Ten thousand dollars, and everybody was like, "What?" Yeah. Yeah, I don't you think know? What, what was Sprite? Because that was during Sprite yeah. days. Sprite, Sprite, so was still Sprite was like a hundred. Yeah, yeah Sprite. So Sprite was a hundred thousand scholarship, you know. But obviously, we said what it <laughs> fell apart. So, yes, I'm know. about to say what happened to yeah, Sprite. They, just, Sprite they, just got flat. So I, I and I'll, I'll address that the little thing that happened with Sprite in a sec. 
so what happened? Um, we decided to give money, big money to the steps. So to us, when you take the application to your a chapter advisor, your regional yeah. director, they're doing a $10,000 step. Can we please apply? We have a big, ch- a big chance of winning. Yeah. And then they, they check to verify and they see it. And I think it was after the first two years when I think it was Simi Gamero that won the first two years. And, you know, obviously, I know this way, Simi Gamero, people didn't expect Simi Gamero to win. Yep. You know, people so, always expect to the usual the Deltas or the, uh, the Zetas or the um, AKs are going to come and take the step shit. But Simi Gamero came in. They came from California and shut it down. That's crazy. So for them to now see when we wrote the check and they got the big check and they cashed and they cashed the keys, they cashed the check <laughs> and, it and, went it did, and it went through, <laughs> uh, you know, we were solidified. So for us was make sure we, you know, and again, we recruit these great teams. Then again, social media and word of mouth. When we put the videos online, yeah. we're getting thousands of views. People are watching like, okay, we need to go next year. Yeah. Oh, we then, beat and, them. And, and, and yeah, exactly. And it's a big production. You know, we, we, we don't, I don't believe in, half-assing anything i believe like we give you full production and i you know again i'm not doing it for the money i'm doing it because i know who's coming and i know that we greek culture step shows are is now becoming a dying mm-hmm. yeah that, and that's why i asked the question you can just step on instagram and get yeah, you some, a get, shout yeah, out and yeah, then you yeah, do and that's it you know so the art of stepping i think agp again we, that's our responsibility to preserve that part and we you know this is our ninth year doing the step show to continue to do a high-end production we want to give you great hosts. We want to make it funny. We want to make it interactive. And again, what's been happening, and, I, and to me, I'm proud of this because we've seen people who come to the Step Show, and then this one guy found me. Um, he saw me one year, spoke to me, said, oh, great show. The next year, he came back, and he pledged Alpha. He said, he said, Tiwa, you inspired me. Like, I was very inspired. I came here. I was, I was in going to my first, um, my freshman year in the fall, came to Greek Picnic Step Show, watched it. And I loved the alphas when did my thing, pledge alpha. I came back the next year and alpha, and I'm like, wow. Yeah. You know, so I started realizing that with AGP Step Show, we have to preserve that Greek culture because we don't want a situation where um, we are going to lose the art. Because if we stop doing it, there's nobody else in the country I, that I've seen that's doing a big step show mm-hmm. for all divine eye. We want grace. And then the key thing is we have experienced judges. We don't want to get celebrities on like what happened sprite step off because they're not greek they don't understand they, mm-hmm. they can't differentiate an, an ak step from a zeta step yeah they you don't know, know the they don't know the history it. they don't you know i can look at anyone and tell you took sigmas alphas ak's and you made a show that's why even on our shows we tell you you cannot do tributes thank you that tributes to me are fillers you do that for an easy uh, yeah. rest yeah. to catch your yeah. breath yeah it's, to get no. some uh, crowd you, participation if you, if you do tribute we're going to deduct 20 points so now you have to give an all-out step show. And if you notice, the, st- the, the videos online are pure. Even the cappers, the cappers have won about three or four step shows. So they come. It's not even just about shimmying. They come and they step. So it's to the point now we're going to our, our, to our 10th year. I'm bumping up to 20,000 next year. Ooh. So let me, let me get the gym. Let me get out of retirement now. Is there an age <laughs> limit on? No, you know, and, and the great thing about it is that there's not, as long as you're, you're active within an organization, we've had alumni Delta teams, right? Yeah, we've had Delta alumni team come and beat all the undergrads. <laughs> they smashed them. So for us, it's like continue to just build this Greek tradition. And again, part of the whole branding and making sure our corporate companies and parties are in place are how are we going to fund that money? Yeah. It's, it's corporate relationships. Like we can now show a package. Like, look, this is a line degree picnic. This is our. This reach. is how positive it is. This is how reach. This is how impactful we are. So now, because they want to associate their brand, okay, you know, Greeks. I'm sure they like Sprite. So let's let's go through you to reach them or scholarships 
and enhance that money from 20 to 50,000 because we want to support the initiative of the black community. Then it makes sense. This is why we are protective of our brand. You know, people are looking at a little small party. We're looking at a bigger picture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so I just feel like, you know, again, going to our 10th year next year, and I've been telling people, like, next year we're doing $20,000. And we started now increasing our, our entertainment. We've done Rick Ross. We've done Two Chains. And this year we have Juvenile. Yeah. So we are looking to continue to just enhance this experience. And then you're not paying an arm and a leg. Advanced $20? Tickets, advanced tickets are $20. You know, but, but you we, know our people. We don't like to be advanced, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so they they don't know they're going to a five minutes before. It's like uh, yeah. I don't go to the step show. I drop the forty. That's what's happening right now. There's a rush. Like don't let tickets sell out, and everybody and their mama. <laughs> Can you call Tiwa, please? The tickets are sold out. You know, but now we're gonna sneak in the back, Frank. Come on, I know it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but um, Expand. it's it's been it's been such an and the same thing with the stroll off. So again, the stroll off has changed. Yeah, you know, the stroll off used to be strolling in a Straight single line. line. <laughs> you do your distro. You break out formation, you hold hands, you jump back in like a party stroll. But now it's like, um, step it off, you know, whatever it is. Yeah, like, it's, 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 it's it's music. You know, they're, they're doing acrobatic dances and flippers and all kinds of crazy things. But again, you know, Greek life is evolving and changing. And it's that's what it is for this new, younger Greek generation. That's what they do. Yeah. And it's, you know, one thing I've learned as, you know, as a seasoned Greek is I don't want to be that trying to, oh, this is how we used to do it in a good time. This is their moment. Mm-hmm. Let them live in their moment. Let them enjoy it because everything comes back full circle. It's going to come back to that. Somebody's now going to come out of the blue and do a single line stroll and kill it. Then everybody's going to emulate and copy it. Yeah, because that's different. That would be different. Now. Exactly. Now to them, that would be different because they haven't seen it in so many years. So yeah. um, same thing with the stroll off. And, you know, the stroll off is, has been doing very well. The Greek picnic, it's, you know, it's been going on 12, 12 13 years now. And um, we just want to continue building. Um, we look to pick great teams and, you know, prize money as well. And good times and bragging rights. It's ultimately, at the end of the day, it becomes bragging rights. Mm-hmm. You know, they do it. The money is cool. But for them to say, we won a Atlantic Week picnic, you know. I remember the Miami Alphas, um, they won, I think, three three years in a row. And they, I used to just see them online like, we are AGB Strolloff winners. Like that was pride yeah, for them. Yeah, it's like uh, stomp the yard. Yeah, like, it's like national seven champ. year champs yeah, are here. <laughs> yeah, AGP banners at schools. <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen on people's Instagram. I mean, you see that they <laughs> stroll off winner. Yeah, they're holding it trash. Like it's big. Um, it's big. Okay, I got two questions. Yes. So, how has Greek life, other than social media, because I know that plays a part in AGP and the world, but like, what was the biggest difference from 2004 to today in like greeks like how have they changed um i think what has changed is again i think the big lines <laughs> a lot of i've seen the numbers seem to get bigger on the jacket you know i see mm-hmm. yeah i see 134 and i'm like oh, damn okay you know i mean i came from a small school I, my biggest line ever in my chapter was 10 oh wow you oh, know boy. so seeing i mean I, but then again i think overall just um, what has changed? Nothing really has changed. It's pretty much the same. Aside of just people are coming in, we've just added a lot more meat to the weekend. You know, there's more value. There's, you know, now before there was one stage and a low two speakers. Now it's a big line race, huge stage. And there's a second sound stage by the AK plot. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're getting tons of vendors, you know. And I think, again, part of us planning AGP, I think of what I would be looking for. If I go to a Greek picnic, 
I need, I don't want nearly, I can just buy any. I want the unique stuff where if I buy this, no one's going to wear it. Nobody mm-hmm. has that. Yeah. And you I go think back to your yard, you go back like, to your yard. People are like, what'd cool. you get? The, oh, don't worry about that. That's my stuff. Yeah, I got this AKA pinky ring. Ain't like seen this in the streets yet. Yeah. So that is a good idea. And again, picking, picking these vendors where I'm explaining to them how to, get the market you know I mean, luckily we've had some vendors that have been coming for the last 10 years because they have figured out their own niche to like what greeks are looking for great pricing and unique products they don't want the regular you know it's been you know you're sewing and stitching they want you know and especially like the agp t-shirts and like that's even a hashtag like where greeks are wearing amazing they have little concepts and little things and oh, oh the kessel shirt matching lines and matching lines and we got the best shirt this year you know, last year we was, made you I, I saw a lot of it was a dashiki Delta and AK and oh, yeah. they were wearing that. Yeah, and, you know, so especially where we're now in the era, I mean, we're back again. It was feel like the young civil rights era, you know, there's a huge black pride movement. Mm-hmm. So that was amazing to watch and yeah. see. Even like some frats, they had that embedded into it because of just um of getting real back to African cultures and obviously African culture is still embedded in Greek life. Yeah. So um nothing has really changed, but just you know, the crowd just gets bigger. People uh, you know, I think Greeks are have claimed AGP as theirs, and which is why we're very, very, especially at the picnic, we're very, very particular who comes in. Yeah. We don't want it to just be, you know, like, you know, non-Greeks would message, can we buy tickets or this military fraternity, can we invite it? You know, and it's this, and I always have, we always have to tell them, this is planned for D9 in mind. Oh, well, we KK side, we can step good. I, it's not about that. <laughs> we want something that belongs to us. Yeah. Right. Continuously, you know, and Year after year, everybody wants to continue to build their own traditions with AGP and the experiences. So now, if we start letting, not that we have a problem with them, we start letting a Latino-based sorority come and step or a, a um, KK Psy or, or whatever, Phi Mu Alpha, it starts to water down what AGP Slippery is. Slippery slope. Yep. Yeah. People, yeah. you know, and now, and again, I look at it as like, if, that, if I was going to an event that I love and I start seeing that, I don't want to go anymore. It's not exclusive to us. I mean, we barely have control in our yards for NPHC. Like, most recently, they, we have a new Greek advisor family. This is off the record, but she... No, this is on the record. You're it's, it's on the record, but it's like, we... Okay. She had a Greek week. Like, she eliminated... Mind you, she's a Zeta. She eliminated NPHC week and made it a Greek week with the pharmacy orgs, the multicultural oh. orgs, the, <laughs> the service orgs. Like, it was like it was like a G, the pharmacy R... Two sigmas in a K. That was it. Greek week. I was like, they would have never. We have. We would have lit that NPAC meeting on fire yeah. in 2013. You know, and again, I think you know, I, I, we are really big on tradition, um, trying to preserve tradition, and you know, I always have to explain to the non-D9 Greeks that, you know, you guys weren't here on day one, so we have to maintain and take care of D9 Greeks. You're welcome to come to the parties, but don't feel like you're going to get in. Because uh, because you're you're wearing Greek letters or you're going to pay the same thing, D nine Greeks are paying. No, it's not happening. Like membership has privileges. So if you really want to be involved, go pledge D nine org and come back next year. You can do both. <laughs> so um, oh, I had one more question. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I did tell him I had two questions. Oh okay. I did. But my second question was, when was the year you were like, oh, this is a thing? Yeah, that's a good one. Like, we're, we're, we're cooking with grease over it. We have something big, and this is going to be... I like, think it was about going into 2008. I think by 2008, it had jumped up to... Again, the first year was about 100 or so people. The second one, I've now moved up to like five, 600. The third one is about 
1,800, 2,000 people came out. And I think I was walking on the yard, and then I just kind of stopped midway, and I just looked, and I was like, wow, okay. This is huge. Like, people are coming. I remember one year, the Simon Gamma Rose came down from Tennessee, three tour buses. Again, I used to say. Of S.G. Rose? Yes. At one time? At one time. <laughs> I remember, I remember like, again, Simon Gamma Rose, you probably see two or three. That's it. One iota and everybody else. And Simon Gamma Rose <laughs> came like a football squad, 150 deep, came off that bus, and they were bad. So yeah. they shut it down. And, again, I think that's the year they also they won the stroll off. They won the step show. Yeah, that's right. Oh, wait. They, they won a step show. I mean, oh, nine. They won a step show. They won a stroll off. And Simi Gamma were just dominating. So, um, again, I think AGP has also broken a lot of stereotypes where people mm-hmm. assume, you know, so, so, and so, you know, you know they call them the Zeta beers. Well, like, no, there's a lot of beautiful Zetas that are not big. Or every AKA is not light-skinned and long hair. You know, yeah. and every, every Delta is not black. That type of thing, <laughs> right. you know? So there are white Greeks out there. Right. It's a lot of, it's, and it's love. It's a lot of white Greeks, Latino Greeks, and, you know, Asian Greeks that are part of the D9 culture. So, and, and obviously with us, you knowing our origins and our history of why a lot of our organizations were founded back in that, you know, high racism era of the, you know, early 1900s, you know, it wasn't really safe for black people to be around. And, you know, when I remember with, with Kappa, you know, in Indiana, there, yeah. were, there was so many, there were such high racial tensions and, for us to now embrace non-black people into our organization, while some people have mixed feelings about it, I think it's an amazing thing because you are um, going over and beyond what the expectations were, where they were spent. Well, it's just blacks, but no, we're very accepting. As long as you love us, you are for us, and you want to build with us, mm-hmm. we're accepting. Yeah. Right. You know, so we welcome all our non-black brothers and sisters. As long as you're working, we have no problem yeah, with work. you. We yeah. ain't going to let you in just because you're white. Just That's because just you're white, we you can feel have like that you stand out. Yeah. Nobody. We... <laughs> yes. Um, maybe forget my question. Sorry, my question was just uh, that good. Well, I had another one. Uh, so this is going to – Father's Day is this coming Sunday. Yes. Um, how, you know, has your father impacted you to be an entrepreneur? How do, how does being a father, you know, motivate you when, you know, it's a late night grind, um, when it comes to, you know, being an entrepreneur? It's, it's very motivating. Like I mentioned before, like my father, um, was very inspirational in my life early on. I was, I used to emulate, I want to be like my dad, you know, my dad was very inspirational in my life. Um, and it has been such a positive aspect that where when I became a father that I developed um, such strong feelings. I was when I had my first child to really be an inf- inst- instrumental figure in my son's life to yeah. inspire him. Um, even my stepfather that I have now, the same thing. He has just been such a great male figure in my life. To, like Even when I want to make a business move or I have a business idea, I call him and I ask you know, what do you think about this? Or what do you think about that? And it's funny because they actually come to AGP quietly. My parents come, <laughs> they sit in their corner and they watch the production because it's, it's a proud moment for them to be that their son is controlling wow. such and moving and influencing. And again, you know, my son um, was born early and in, he is going to be eight. So he was born in 2009. Um, and he has been, yeah, he grew up at AGP, and I do stuff. You know, kind of. I I remember watching things like, um, you know, kind of a lot of uh, hip hop shows back in the day, where they would bring their kids on to make a presentation. So oh, I yeah. started doing the same thing with mine. I bring my son on stage when I'm presenting the big check, 
And he's in pictures. Like, he's in pictures of Rick Ross. He's holding a big check, giving to Greeks, donating to organizations. Because I want to build that um, visual history for him. Yeah. You know, hopefully, and he better <laughs> become <laughs> Greek, you know. And, and, you know, again, part of the whole aspect of doing business entrepreneurship is building something legacy-wise to pass on to the next mm-hmm. generation. Yeah. So AGP is one of many businesses that I have. And I'm always thinking about my boys when they get older. I want to make, I want life to be easier than, it, you know, Every generation has to make the next generation's life easier. Yep. You know, I don't believe in, well, I struggle. You need to struggle, too. No. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not the case. You didn't do your job. Right. You didn't <laughs> do your job. Like, that's, that's the, the purpose. That I, my, to me, my purpose in this life is, as a father, build my kids to be the best citizens in this world, to be very involved, build business, and give them everything I've learned now. Like, I'm very well knowledgeable on business and life, give it. I, I discussed that with them. Yeah. Seven and four years old, they would talk to you about real estate. They would talk to you about money. They understand the concept because I, that's what we talk about. Yeah. Because I don't want them, somebody else, to try and financially educate my own children in the wrong manner. And to them, their dad is successful because they look at them. They ask. If you, somebody made a comment the other day, um, joking and said, "Oh, Tiwa thinks he's a boss," and my son heard him and said. My son, my dad is a boss. He's he's the CEO. <laughs> you know, like that is. I like, said, so yeah, my dad is like. He's. Do you know who my dad is? Like, and that's like he just because he has that pride, and that yeah. to me was the same pride I had when I was a kid. Right. See my dad, you know, being driven around and having meetings with the um, governor of Lagos, and I'm you know I'm hanging the governor's leg, and there's military people, and they come to. Him. So I remember these things as a kid. So again, and and putting that together for my own kids to have. So when they get older, you've already structured their mind and their way of thinking. So nobody else can come and alter their way of thinking. Yeah. So it's kind of, again, part of this whole type of business development thing I, I mentioned earlier is just the mindset of really building yourself, you know, because, again, some people feel like what the current state they're in is the current state of life. No, like there's, there's a mindset, a higher elevation, and we want to be able to pass that on from ourselves to our children. Okay. Uh, do you have another question? Because I remembered mine. Um, you didn't ask about You did remember or you didn't? I did. Oh, go ahead. Okay. Um, what advice would you give to someone who has an idea for an event? Maybe it's not Greek mm-hmm. it related. It's, you know, whatever. You know, how? where's the first place, you know, they should get started? Um, so anyone that's looking to start an event, I think the first thing to start is almost with the end in mind. Like, what is your goal? What are you trying to accomplish? You know, um, what kind of impact are you trying to make? And um, along that, I always believe, I always, I always work backwards. I always, okay, this is my end goal, and I work backwards to get to the front. And then now you can now go. So you have a clear visual of what you're trying to achieve. Um, I think with anybody else that's looking to put things together, also you have to think of yourself as a consumer, not that you're producing this event. You know, so things like, you know, are you respectful to your customers? You know, do you give, do you go over and beyond? Even if they're paying you $10, that's $10 that somebody's hard-earned money they're giving to you. Yeah. You know, give them value for money because once people feel like you're giving them value for money, they will always spend with you. Yeah. It's like a restaurant. You're opening a restaurant and you're selling food. If you have very bad customer service, people will not come back. Simple and plain. So kind of the same thing with, you know, planning events. You have to be very – that's why if, um, I obviously I haven't met neither one of you at AGP, but the people I do meet, I always go over and beyond. Even if it's an issue where there's a, there's a problem with ticketing and their money, I resolve it right there and build that relationship because it's better for me to fix it and have it done than for me to be like, no, well, I'm keeping the money. I don't care what you say. It's <laughs> I will make more money with you. Yeah. 
if I fix your problem right there and then, rather than that, no, I'm not, I'm not fixing your problem and I pocket the money. That's because right. I've had people that have you know, issues with VIP at one of the parties. Something happened. Somebody took their VIP and bought it out. We had an overlap. Here's your money back. Please still come in and have a good time. They came back three years in a row with all their sorrows to have a good time. Mm-hmm. So that's you know, commu- uh, service and um, just relationship. Building relationships is very important. Okay. Yeah, that's oh. all I had. Um, okay. So we can kind of start wrapping it up. Okay. So for the last question. Yeah, sure. Okay. So you said begin with the end in mind. So in, you know, 10 years, 15 years, when your son start, you know, going Greek or whatever, what do you want AGP to be? I want the AGP legacy to kind of embody a lot of things that we mentioned earlier, like the technological aspect, the politics and um, entrepreneurial aspect, um, because those are kind of my visions and my, 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 my backbone of AGP, you know, outside of just... Again, I keep mentioning the parties and everything are great. That's always going to happen. But what impact are we having? You know, I want AGP to be a very strong reckoning force politically, um, economically, and as well as influence where anybody who says, oh, I'm an AGP member, like people are like, wow, like, okay, like that, that holds weight, mm-hmm. you know, rather than it's just there to turn out drink, you know, walk around, no, you know, draw showing, <laughs> you know, you know, which again is still part of our culture. It's funny. We know the cues do that, you know. That's the thing. thing. But at the same time is to leave a very positive and continue to be a a positive influence. Like I said, our our, um, last projected economic impact in the city was $3 million during AGP weekend. Wow. That's the kind of, so because people are staying in, like all major hotels in Atlanta sold out for Greek picnic. Airbnb pricing have doubled when AGP is coming. So, Mm. you know, you're talking about, you know, people are buying food, they're staying in hotels, they're taking cabs, they're buying this, buying like There's so much money being spent by Greeks. So we have to really not just, you know, be a uh, standby type of uh, group or uh, organization. We want to now kind of make sure our impact is respected. And we as younger Greeks are the ones that are the ones that are going to be able to kind of control that and take it in place. So Again, part of our, a lot of our programs we're going to be doing in the future is to really have that conversation, to let people know that their value, that you have a lot of strong value. So outside of AGP throughout the year, which is part of our road to AGP planning, is having these discussions and mobilizing Greeks around the country to know like, hey, if you're running for city council, let us know. We'll mobilize Greeks in that area to support you on your campaign to make sure you get in. And when you're getting out, you can now put in your policies and objectives that you want to achieve. If you want to run for mayor, we can. This is what we're going to do. If you want to run for president, this is what we can do. If you, you know, let's register folks to vote. Let's be very, yeah. you know, outside of just the presidential election where we show up in millions of people. Let's every local election. Let's go there and and take it. Okay, especially Atlanta has this um, mayoral runoff where there's about twelve candidates yeah. running, and you know, there's there's the right now there's a word uh, uh, sentiment that Atlanta may have. The, being the first time lose a black mayorship. Yeah. Since, there's, a, uh, there's a very, yes, yeah, since Maynard. So there's a very strong sentiment that may happen. But that should not happen because Atlanta City of Atlanta only has about 600,000 people. And out of that 600,000 people, only um, a certain percentage of blacks that were registered to vote did go and vote. So we have to change that stigma. So we can't just be, we turn out for the concerts, we spend money, we buy all the Jordans, we buy all the iPads and iPhones, or we always have all the day parties. Let's take that political clout because we do have, we have the money, we have the influence we have, mm-hmm. and we are the leaders of everything viral and pop culture. Exactly. We lead everything. So why not twist the political aspect? So <clears throat> that's part of um, 
what I, I'm looking to really build um, really for the next generation in the next 10, 15, 20 years to really be that force. And again, entrepreneurship, because I come from a very strong entrepreneurial background, I believe everybody more or less, like your solution to financial problems or whatnot is switching over to become an entrepreneur. Yes, it's not going to be easy. I, you know, I mean, we lucky, unfortunately, we didn't have enough time for me to go. I mean, everything was not peaches and cream yeah. in this business. You know, there were times I, I spoke about the great time, but I can tell you when I lost money and I damn near was sick because I lost 10 grand and I'm like, oh my God, I was expecting to make 40 and I lost it. So it's still very, um, I, I control my time. So I want to be able to teach people and people to learn how to be an entrepreneur, especially in the age of social media right now. I mean, like yeah. I said, Jeff Bezos spent $13.7 billion cash. And if you know his story, it's not exactly like he started as a young entrepreneur. He failed many times and he got it right. And now this is level. And he's what? He's in his late 50s. So a lot of us that we are, we are still 30 years removed, we do have the opportunity because we are very influential. We have the access to, you know, we have to build ourselves in turn, which is why we started talking about these black banks and supporting yeah. our own and having our own financing so we can build do you, uh, random random um, fact you know in the city of Atlanta we as black people do not own any high rise in the city hmm. we don't I hate so, to say that I'm not surprised you know so <laughs> kind of thinking that is any you know all these people have as engineers architects builders developers you know people who have access to money we have to be able to mobilize together to make big things we happen. have the tools yeah. yes we have it so it's just we just need to make happen so that's part of our hopefully you know continue the green picnic tradition but build that um backbone legacy to keep us going mm -hmm. that was um i mean i, I, I learned a lot i don't know about y'all but got some mental notes over here but what are you saying i was gonna say i don't i don't have anything to add i think that was a great note to yeah end on. just um speaking your dreams like work on it you begin with the end of mind i like that saying um just work on it. You never know what it can become. It can become AGP. It can become Amazon. Anything. Buying Whole Foods. Um, it just, wow. I might start me a business tomorrow. Hey, just because. All for it. A bonnet business. <laughs> Bonnets that do your hair under it. Boom. <laughs> you don't probably. But, uh, <laughs> you See, you know, you got to have like, oh, bonnets with edge control on the elastic. They're going to steal my idea. Dang, Watch. Got to edit it. Watch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you, T.Y., for coming. This is yeah, great. Thank um, you so much. Learn so much. Me. So, you guys have a great week. Bye. All right. Peace. <laughs>